Love some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Well, friends, that's a wrap on the Western Conservative Summit. On today's show, we're going to be talking with my co-chair of the 2023 Western Conservative Summit, the Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, last week on the show. And if you missed it, you can always download our podcast at FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. But last week we had John Andrews on to kind of reminisce on the history of the summit. Why was this started? Why did we try to put together this big gathering with all these conservatives and try to convince all these national leaders to fly in from Washington, D.C.? What was the vision that Bill Armstrong and John Andrews had about this? And it was a great discussion. Go back and listen to that. It gives you a sense of kind of the mission and the history of the summit This week, we're going to recap the 2023 Western Conservative Summit, the 14th annual. Just listen to some of these speakers we hosted. Dr. Yoram Hazoni, all the way from Jerusalem. Brilliant. Friday morning, Seth Dillon closing us out. Saturday evening, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, Eric Metaxas, New York Times bestselling author, Tulsi Gabbard, Larry Elder, and Governor Asa Hutchinson, both presidential candidates joining us. Senator from the great state of Missouri, Senator Josh Hawley, Riley Gaines, that swimmer from the University of Kentucky that's out there fighting for women's sports. The Armstrong Award went to Kristen Wagner from Alliance Defending Freedom. Joining us as well was Tina Deskovich from Moms for Liberty, Jenna Ellis. We had a number of members of Congress, Representative Lauren Boebert, Ken Buck, Doug Lamborn, Harriet Hageman from Wyoming joined us. Cafe Anderson provided wonderful music. Friday night, I mean, really got the audience going. It was, it was great. It was a wonderful event, and we have just kept going right through <laughs> after the summit. And so on this week's show, we're going to kind of recap what was covered and, you know, a lot of media coverage on, on issues that were discussed as well. But I really am honored to have joining with us on the line, my fellow co-chairman, and the reason he's the co-chairman is because the Western Conservative Summit is a project of Colorado Christian University. It's not an independent event. It is a project of the university, and so the chancellor of the university helps guide the summit with regards to the issues that we cover, the people that we bring in, all that stuff. So two full days, 1,500 in attendance, Nearly 200,000 views online from all 50 states, so really a national conference now. Chancellor Sweeting, give us just kind of your initial, your initial response of this year's summit. Well, thanks, Jeff. It's great to be with you. Uh, you know, this was my 10th summit, and uh, I attended first when I was a trustee of the uh, university and then as president, now as chancellor, so I've seen a lot, and every summit's very different depending upon the political winds that are blowing, uh, the state of our culture, uh, the need of the hour. So this one was sobering. I, I think that's probably the one word I would use to describe it, uh, sobering at the challenges uh, facing us and the rapid changes that are coming at us. Um, but but it was also encouraging, too, because you realize you're not alone in the fight. Uh, you realize that uh, truth is truth, and 
And there was just a, a great encouragement that took place during the summit. I think that's a great description. So let's look at the landscape of what we were walking into. You know, and as you mentioned, each each summit is different with regards to the winds that are blowing, the cultural winds and the landscape that we're going to face. So this year you had conservatives, particularly in Colorado, and that makes up a bulk of our attendees, roughly 70 percent or so. Those conservatives had gone through an election cycle that was incredibly disheartening. And it's important for us to recognize we're not in the business of getting anybody elected. We're, we're not in favor or opposed to any party or any candidates. But here in the state of Colorado, it, most people were expecting a change. We have record drug overdose, record homelessness, record crime. We're the number one state in the nation for auto thefts and bank robberies. And this is not a Colorado that we're used to. Many of us had grown up in this state and even downtown Denver, where the summit was hosted, you have, you know, it just smells. It smells like urine and marijuana and you have all these problems with crime down there. So most people were looking at this election season going, well, there's going to be a change. And that didn't happen. In fact, in the same election season, you had Ron DeSantis win by 20 in Florida and Jared Polis win by 20 in Colorado. So it, it wasn't a sweep year. It wasn't a wave year. In many ways, it was a it was a unique year because red states got redder and blue states got bluer. So if you're a conservative in Colorado, you wake up in November to a, a very liberal Democrat party that has even more power, something that, that I don't think we had ever experienced in Colorado, at least in my lifetime. And I'm 41 years old. So, you know, that kind of gut punch of, OK, we're doubling down on the leadership of the state that has put us through so many problems. And that was hard. And you, you kind of carry that through the beginning of the year. And then the legislative session starts. And with a supermajority in the House of Representatives, near supermajority in the Senate, and Jared Polis is the governor, you have a very leftist, liberal political party in power, in total power. And they basically got whatever they wanted. So you then have six months of watching law after law after law be passed in opposition to your values. So conservatives lose the election. They have a very brutal legislative session. And now here comes the Western Conservative Summit. I will tell you, talking with Don Sweeting, Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, I think the number one emotion I ran into prior to the summit, so in with regards to talking with our sponsors, elected officials, attendees, speakers, was exhaustion. It was just kind of being beat up when they walked in the door Friday morning. Did you, did you get that sense from attendees that they were, they were tired Friday? No, not quite. Um, I, I got the sense that you were, because you worked so hard to make this <laughs> a great event. Um, and, and that, you know, there was, there was a little discouragement in the, in the air, but um, I, I, th- I think there's, there's great concern uh, at the vast um, pace of, of this cultural revolution that's, that's uh, sweeping over not just our country, but the Western world in general. Um, by the way, you use the word liberal to describe the left. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think that's accurate anymore. Um, uh, it's not liberal. And I mean, they're, they're against free speech. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and it's not progressive. It's regressive. And right. uh, it's, it's an illiberal leftism that, that is uh, moving. And that, that's not to say there still aren't 
um, uh, mainline liberals, but there's a crisis in liberalism, and it and it's sort of being pushed aside as the um, as the Democratic Party goes far left. So I, I be careful about the way you use those terms. I think that's right. I think that's a good assessment because um, you know those are those are old school. And and Yoram Hazoni, one of the speakers, gets into this is like what happened to the free speech Berkeley crowd um, and the tolerance bumper sticker crowd. They're, they've now become the most regressive, totalitarian, authoritarian group out there. And, um, well, you're, and was, you're, go ahead. You know, I, one thing I love about the summit, Jeff, and the, the way it differs from CPAC and others, is you have a mix of, of people there. I mean, you have thought leaders like your Mazzoni, Mark David Hall. You have uh, candidates like Larry Elder, Asa Hutchison. You have uh, sitting office holders like Josh Hawley. Um, by the way, Tulsi Gabbard would sort of, I think, fit into the candidate, even though she hasn't declared anything. You have uh, uh, what I call victims of, of you know, progressive, regressive assault, like Tina Deskovich and Riley Gaines. You have uh, media like Seth Dillon. Um, and then you have sort of the standard bearers like um, uh, Kristen Wagner and uh, Eric Metaxas. So it's, a, it's a fascinating array of people. But to your comment about um, about uh, the liberalism, Yoram uh, Hazoni is a intellectual. He's a he's he was trained at Princeton. Um, he's been the head of the NatCon movement. He wrote a book called Conservatism: A Rediscovery that's really just provoked a lot of discussions around the country. So he's a, he's a huge thought leader, and he and others have been noting that you know classical liberalism. Uh, of our time is collapsing it, it, and it's not able to, to really address and deal with the ascendant Marxism that's uh, uh, taking a, a cultural Marxism, a different kind that's uh, taking over a, a lot of the institutions of our, of our culture. And Yoram, I think is very helpful because he talks about how up until the 1960, early 1960, um, our office holders, uh, FDR, uh, Eisenhower, they referred to the United States as a Christian democracy. Now, that's not my language. That's their language. Right. And then he said, from 1960 to about the middle of the, um, um, I don't know, the Obama administration, you know, the, a, a kind of classical liberalism was the, uh, or liberal democracy is probably a better word, was the consensus. But now, uh, li- that liberal democracy consensus is falling apart. Not to say there aren't still advocates of that, but um, the the left is pushing really in a uh, neo-Marxist direction uh, that is very evident in so many ways. And, of course, Yoram uses the example of how the New York Times fired all their uh, classical liberals and replaced them with basically with the far left neo-Marxists. So that's um, people don't most people can't describe that. Right. Yoram, right. That's why you have a thought leader. But. Um, People can feel this, uh, you know. So if you have kids in the, your school, you have felt like the schools were secularizing, you know. That that was obvious the last forty years, uh, but now you feel like you no, know, it's more than that. They're they are indoctrinating uh, with a, you know a, a radical sexual and gender ideologies. We're gonna and, we'll continue this conversation. We're up against a commercial break here. We're talking with the co-chair of the Western Conservative Summit and Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting. We're talking all summit 
On this week's show, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> 